This is why we have the best fans in the world. Welcome to Talk Direction, your weekly One Direction podcast. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Kara. And this is our 83rd episode of Talk Direction. Um, so what do we have to talk about? I went to the Women's March mm-hmm. um, over the weekend. It feels like now a really long time ago. I guess it kind of was, but I mean, it was on Saturday, so it, I don't know. It just feels like it was a while ago. But also you're back at school now, so it's like a yeah. different environment now. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, and you so, went to the one in DC, right? Yeah, I went to the the one in DC. Yeah. Um, and it was like it was so cool, very very crowded, and like you didn't really know what was going on most of the time because while there were people speaking, um, they had a lot of people giving speeches. We weren't near uh, anyone giving speeches, and they didn't have. I mean, we are fairly close, but like they, we couldn't see them. Um. And they didn't have speakers, so you were pretty much standing around not really knowing what was going on, which Mm. was confusing. Um, But it was really good just to be around um, so many, like, like like-minded people and feel like you're making a difference and your voice is getting heard and, or just to be around people that, um, like, are fighting for the same things as you and the support everywhere and reading the signs and getting to chant along with people. Um, was really cool. Literally, like, we were pressed up against people so closely, like, Mm -hmm. you couldn't move in the crowd. Mm -hmm. Um, And I posted a video on our Patreon of, I, like, vlogged the experience. And it's a lot of, like, sort of what I actually saw, not so much of talking. And I didn't know, like, how interesting that would be. But, like, I guess it's more of a realistic experience. Um, just, like, a lot of crowds and ch- different chants that we were saying and so many signs. Um, and um, in some of the footage, you can't really tell how close we were. And at some parts, it looks like we weren't close. But literally, Kara, I'm telling you, you were, like, s- like you were... S- full body smushed against someone else yeah. <laughs> like strangers I'm sure it's like public <laughs> transportation that's like what yeah. um, in boston it was because um they planned for 20,000 people because there was actually like organ like people who like organized it and um over like 150,000 ended up showing um so and where did you guys you so you marched as well yeah i marched too um and it started like at the boston commons and there was also people speaking um senator elizabeth warren spoke which we couldn't really hear either because we were also really far back um Mm -hmm. but it was just like like you were saying it was really um just like good to be around people um and i mean it's definitely different from like the other kinds of protests i've been at because it was like I don't know, it was, like, during the day, and, like, there was, like, people of all different ages, which was really actually great mm-hmm. to see, like, older people, like, literally, like, grandmas. Like, I saw this yeah. one um, people, there was two grandmas, and they had little sashes, and one said, like, worried grandma, the other said angry grandma, and I'm just like, <laughs> wow, like, yeah, I feel you. And then there were, like, a lot of children and, like, parents, like, with their kids, and I was just, like, mm-hmm. really great to see just, like, families going out because they were just, like, getting people politically involved at a young age. I mean, like, obviously this is, like, under, like, horrible circumstances, but just, like, the fact that, like, the, I don't know, kids are getting politically involved and just, I don't know, I think that's really, really great. 
Yeah, and it was it also made the atmosphere like not turn into something so angry, I think. It was like it was much more peaceful um than some protests turn out to be, I guess. Um there was something I was going to say. Uh it was related. What were you saying? Oh, oh no, it wasn't related. I just thought of it. Okay. <laughs> um which was uh that also is weird seeing like predicting what was going to be on social media as we were at the marches because like where i was there was no signal pretty much Mm -hmm. just like yeah apparently that happens like when a lot of people are around because like people use up the signal which i didn't know was even possible i know i had no idea so So, like you were just sort of disconnected from like online and it was weird because you knew what you were doing was being televised, but you couldn't, like, I couldn't hear the speeches, and mm-hmm. yet they were being live-streamed, and, like, I just had to stay where I was, you know, smushed in, mm-hmm. um, and, like, trying to predict what was going online, and, like, what, like, BuzzFeed was going to compile, like, what the marches looked like around the world, or, like, best signs, um, and then to, like, see people posting pictures of, like, people that you saw, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. we saw the same people, but, like... I never saw, ran into you. And, like, our friend Minnie was at the same march as me, and I had no idea she mm-hmm. was even there. There was just, like, so, so, so many people. Um, but it's just weird that you end up seeing the same signs, because you can tell who's where based on signs. Mm-hmm. And, like, you might see them, like, two hours later in a different spot. And that was just interesting. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was really good experience. Also, I just want to say, like, there's um, still going to be, like, so many other protests and rallies and demonstrations coming up. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to one um, this weekend in Boston um, for, like, against um, the deportation of um, undocumented immigrants and against Trump's ridiculous policy that he wants to get rid of sanctuary cities. Um, Boston's a sanctuary city. And, um, yeah, so, um, I would definitely just, like, keep a lookout on, like, Facebook and see, um, that's, like, where I learned about all these things, um, people, like, posting, um, about rallies and demonstrations and protests, um, so, yeah, there, if, like, you couldn't make it to the march, like, don't worry, there's, like, so many other ways, and, like, these are, like, you have to go to more than just one, like, we're gonna have to Mm -hmm. keep on doing this and keep on doing this, and, like, there's all these other ways, like, you know, um, contacting your like representatives like we've been saying um and yeah getting involved in like local organizations but yeah definitely there's gonna be so many more demonstrations so just like keep an eye out and yeah 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 especially given like Trump's been in office for only a couple days now and he's done like a, a thousand different huge things yeah. that are gonna just have such bad repercussions um and I was scrolling through this stupid Twitter today. Oh, God. uh, Of just, like, gross white men being gross. And I just was, like, appalled by all their thoughts and what they were saying about what Trump is doing and all these different regulations he's putting in. And it just, like, so, so disgusting. Um, And like Kara said, like, that was day one. And we have to keep it up. You can't just, like, just go to one march and be like, okay, I did my job. Yeah. Like, that was fun. Yeah. Um, this is, like, a day-in, day-out thing. Um, you know, we have another election in 2018 where we're going to, not for president, but we're going to be voting um, for other things that are really important um, that we can even start working on now. Yep. So, you know, it's all all important to keep investing. Definitely. Our yeah. time. 
Ja, 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 ja. Ah, ah, a yeah. little political rant. I know, I have to, though, because it's like, it, like, like, a lot of times, I don't know, I've, I'm sure a lot of other people are thinking this, and, like, sometimes, like, everything else seems meaningless, and I'm just like, how can I talk about, like, One Direction right now? But, like, you have to, like, mm-hmm. keep it balanced, but you have to also, like, keep working at, like, the hard stuff, and it's not always gonna, yeah. it's not gonna be fun, like, doing all this kind of stuff, it's, it's gonna be, like, really, like, scary and worrying mm-hmm. and anxiety-producing, but, like, you have to do it, like, mm-hmm. it, you just have to, um, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and we're gonna be talking more about it later on in the episode, relating it to One Direction, yep. so get ready for that, yep. uh, <laughs> um, but first... We wanted to say that we hit our record. Um, on Patreon, we hit our record for $50 a month, which was so, so exciting. What the heck? <laughs> I can't believe it. Um, I think we're at 64 maybe now. I think so, So 50 yeah. was our first goal. Um, and we, now that it's uh, completed, that means we're going to be doing a live episode um, so that our patrons can, like, watch us live recording as we do it, which is really cool. Um, it's probably not gonna happen. Next week, we already have an episode with some special guests, so it's not gonna be next weekend. Um, it may be the week after, depending on other episodes we have with special guests coming up, so, um, but we're gonna try to find a time that works best for our patrons. Um, I'll probably put out a poll, um, and what works best for us. Um, there probably won't be that much leeway, but we will see what we can do so that you guys could tune in. And obviously, if you can't catch it live, we'll have the video footage up on our Patreon um, anyway, so you guys can watch it at another time. And then for our just regular listeners, you'll get to hear um, us talking and just like a regular episode. Um, but yeah, we wanted to shout out some beautiful patrons this week that signed up. Kara, do you want to give the shout out to them? Sure. So thank you so much to Olivia, Mandy, Amanda, and Danielle for becoming patrons this week or this last week. Um, amazing, like incredible, beautiful. Thank you so much, guys. Yeah. I was thinking like I'd love to make like homemade cards or something and yeah. send them out to everyone. Um, like Kara and I could each do a couple and send them to people. Um, but we'll figure that out because that could be really fun. Yeah. Um, We're just so, so thankful. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I don't know what this is, Kara. What is that? (laughs) Oh, I just wanted to, um, throw this in here real quick. Um, we have an Audible link. So if you go to audibletrial.com slash talkdirection, you can get a 30 day free trial for Audible, which is a audiobook, um, service. And I just want to recommend a book that I just finished and really, 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 really loved. Um, it's called Americana, um, and it's definitely, like, been a bestseller for, like, a long time now, or a couple of years at least. I think it's definitely getting, like, up there in popularity. And it's by um, Ch- Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie. Um, and it's definitely very poignant and just makes you think and it's definitely very relevant now and forever um and I would definitely go look it up on audible or just read it um I it's just a great book and I think that like now like more than ever slash just always we should always just kind of try to um broaden our world view so yeah yeah, I was listening to another podcast today, Millennials, uh, Millennial, which uh, Karen and I have talked about many a times on this podcast, um, and they were talking about, like, some of the differences between President Obama and, like, Trump and Bush when he was president. Just, like, President Obama 
comes across so much more like well-read and worldly and knowledgeable about other things than just like one sector of life. Um, And I think we learn so much about the world through reading and through reading other people's experiences. That's actually Um, so funny that you said that because my professor um, literally just said the other day that he um, somehow ended up reading um, Obama's like uh, close reading of a like notes for a poem like back in like grad school oh or my something because like it was like through a friend of a friend so it was like mm-hmm. back in the day and he was like mm-hmm. blown away I forget what poem it was crap oh this is so annoying but like um yeah he said he was like literally blown away and this is a professor who's who I definitely look up to so like mm-hmm. I like he's a poet himself so right. you know like I don't doubt that at all and just like yeah I, I just wow, think that, that's so weird yeah I know it's so weird and I just like wouldn't think of a president being someone who's into poetry but that's just like you know that's just so great I just god dang it we're never gonna get someone like Obama again can Trump even read just like <laughs> until Michelle comes yes please please Michelle. save us <laughs> Um, all right, moving on <laughs> to our back to you segment. Today, we have no question of the week, but that's okay because we have emails. Um, and this is our segment where we get to respond to you guys. And you can reach us in a million ways on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com or our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com or on Instagram, which is just talkdirection. Um, and we have two emails today. Um, Kara, would you like to read the first, no, the first one, oh, this first one is longer. Okay, I'll, I'll read it then. Okay, cool. Um, uh, the first one comes from Amanda, who says, I suck at starting emails. So sorry about that. I really love the podcast. I've been listening for almost a year, which is really weird to think about. I'm really hoping I can find money somewhere to support y'all's Patreon because this is really my only connection to the fandom. I don't really have friends in the fandom because I'm in so many that they don't mix that well. Uh, When I think about any solo music from the boys, I tend to want them to do certain 1D songs in their own way or do certain things they've done, like the hairy scream in Hey Angel when he says, Other Side. I tend to associate Harry with Where Do Broken Hearts Go? I definitely want him to have personal lyrics. None of that Olivia... Not that... uh, Wait, none... I know when I read this the first time, I was confused at this part. None of... That Olivia is a place... Oh, none of that Olivia is a place or emotion crap. (laughs) I like the idea of him writing from another character or person's point of view. Taylor Swift has done that a few times with blank space, and I think it could really work well for Harry. I can imagine Harry doing literally anything, like some song about why the grass is beautiful, (laughs) to something really dark and depressing. (laughs) I think I would like some pop-type music from him. But not closer pop, as in the song, closer. (laughs) Um, I really want to be able to hear actual instruments. I don't think he should have any vocal collab since it is his first album. And I think that's really going to be what people see him as post One Direction. Also, End of the Day just came on. And I would really love some lyrics on Harry's album. Like, love you... Love who you love, there ain't no other way. I would love for him to have some obvious LGBT plus positive lyrics and maybe even something about being okay to not know who you are or be different. I'm asexual and even though I'm not out, I just know I'm, I, I wouldn't really be accepted in an environment I'm in. 
Oh my God. Okay. I would love for him to have some rainbow somewhere on his album. Maybe not the cover, but in the CD booklet or on the actual CD. That would be perfection. Thanks for everything you do. I turned 20 this year and I really look up to both of you. And maybe it's weird, but this podcast has helped me through some really hard times and I really appreciate you guys. I think that's everything. Sorry, this is so insanely long. Love, Amanda. Um, that was such a beautiful email. I know. Wow. She gets Also, us. like, so funny. Like, I love the bits about Harry and his Olivia crap or whatever. I really <laughs> want said. him to um, make a song, like, a really dark and depressing song about grass now. Like, that's just, like, a dream. <laughs> he would do that. Um, do you think, like, Harry could put in... I mean, Harry's been sort of someone a lot of the One Direction fandom sees as someone fighting for equality and especially LGBTQ plus rights. Um, do you think we could ever see that in his songs, talking about equality or like positive lyrics about being yourself and loving who you love and accepting who you are? I mean, I would love to see that. And I think it just definitely so important, like these days slash always, but you know, um, this climate that we're in to like kind mm-hmm. of be like very obvious about your support. Um, and mm-hmm. I mean, like end of the day was quite like... Uh, on the nose, I guess. And if that wasn't a One Direction song, I really feel like Harry would probably be able to do something like that or want to because he's, Mm -hmm. um, you know, pretty open about his um, support. And I would really love to see, like, a rainbow snuck in there somewhere or be obvious. I think I remember, like, I don't remember where we were, Caitlin, but I was remember talking about, like, how I want, like, the moon to be on his, like, album Mm. cover, something like a pink moon. I don't know why that That came to me. That would be really cool. Like, that's just, like, a dream of mine, but also a rainbow moon. Wow, interesting thoughts. Um, and it it doesn't even necessarily have to be a rainbow on like the album. It could be rainbow whispered in the middle of a song, like a little rainbow. Oh my god! Or like played backwards, and it's like rainbow, rainbow, rainbow. That would be so funny. Yes. Um, um, what was I gonna say? Don't remember. But thank you for writing to us, Amanda. This was such a nice email. Yeah. Um, And happy birthday this year, 20. I don't know when it is. Could be in November. Could be in June. Time is a myth. Could be now. Let us know when your birthday is so we can shout you out. Yeah. Um, And that goes for anyone. If you want a birthday shout out, we are here to give them because those are fun. Oh, also, I just wanted to say that I feel like if anyone has like... um, a sexual representation like that media they know of that has a sexual representation because I feel like it's really underrepresented um mm-hmm. I would love to know about it because I feel like I haven't really like seen any um and it, I just think that would be like interesting to see I know that like there's a character in Bojack Horseman who's asexual which is really really cool that's honestly the first um like any representation I've seen of asexuality and I just feel like that's definitely underrepresented and I would just like love to see more of it so if anyone has any recommendations let me know yeah, that's why we talk about, like, fan fiction being so amazing, because yeah. it does have um, representation that's not seen in pop culture that much, um, and I can definitely recommend some really good um, fan fictions that talk about different identities. That would be a good thing to do. Oh, yeah, that'd be um, a cool thing to do for, like, um, fanfic of the week on Patreon, like... Yeah, if, for those who don't know, I'm doing that on Patreon. I've done my week three this week. Um, and it's like a little book club that we're having over there. So if you want to be a part of that, you can go sign up. But I'm, I could also compile a list just for the show as well, mm. um, for those who cannot afford it. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okay, so our second email comes from Anandi, who says, Hi, Caitlin and Kara. I'm a little fan of your podcast. Caitlin, you, you may have seen my Instagram comments. P.S. Thanks for replying. It made my day. Um, anyways, my question for you guys is, who do you think from 1D is going to go solo if they do? Also, what do you think Niall's next solo song will be? Pop, acoustic, slow, fast, upbeat, calm, etc. I would love, I would like to say, I would like to say love your podcast and you guys deserve a lot more followers. I am really amazed by how popular you guys are. I would love to be able to be famous like you guys. So here are some facts about me. I love to sing. I love swimming. Going to be a junior lifeguard at a local pool in the summer. I love 1D and Sabrina Carpenter's. You guys have to listen to her song from her new album, Evolution. Well, bye! Um... Um, I love when people write to us and they think we're famous. I'm like, I don't, I, like, I trust wish I me, was famous. <laughs> we are not famous. Um, I'm, like, sitting in my dorm room right now. Uh, I had school today. My socks have holes in them currently, <laughs> like. <laughs> yep, good times. I was eating pizza out of a bag. Caitlin <laughs> <laughs> frequently eats Lunchables, like. <laughs> I bought two Lunchables yesterday yes. when I went grocery shopping. Uh, hashtag famous life. Um, <laughs> no, but really, this was such a sweet email. This is so sweet, um, yeah. And I guess, I know we've probably talked about the Niall song thing maybe a bit, but, like, I, he did say he's releasing a song early this year, so presumably soon. Z- I mean, not um, saying Niall, what the heck? It's already 26 days into the year, and I don't keep having a Niall song in my ears. What the heck? Screw you, Niall. Like, maybe Ed Sheeran threw him off, and now he's like, oh, shoot, Harry's coming out with music. Like, when's my song supposed to be? Let Niall breathe. (laughs) Maybe this Friday. Yeah. That would be good. I need it. Um, So, do you think it'll be, like, an upbeat song compared to this song? Yeah. This Town? Damn, I can never get that stupid name of the song. I get it wrong every single time. Did you get it wrong or no? I said this song (laughs) rather than this town. That's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Um, I definitely think it'll be more upbeat, just to, like, show he has some variety, you know, show the judges he has some versatility, but, um, Mm -hmm. yeah, I would love to see, like, more of an upbeat song, but also still, like, keeping that, like, acoustic vibe, like, you know, how Ed Sheeran does, but I would like it also Mm -hmm. kind of more stripped back. I don't, I, like, old school Ed Sheeran, (laughs) like, that's the kind of vibe, but also, like, with the Nile twist, I don't want him to be copying, and I don't Mm -hmm. think he's going to be copying, so, yeah, Mm -hmm. that's my, that's my goals for him. Yeah, I feel similarly. Something more upbeat would be good. Um, but, like, keep it classic Nile. Keep it acoustic. Acoustic doesn't have to be slow. Like, yeah. acoustic can be upbeat. Um, True. Or, like, keep it just, like, it could be a, an electric guitar or whatever. Oh. I don't know Ooh, how it works. Has Niall, no, Nile has definitely played an electric guitar. What the heck am I talking about? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, like, something just still, when you play electric guitar, you can either add in some weird sonic noises oh. going on. Just, like, or acoustic, whatever the hell you play. You know, you put that over production, and it sounds, like, not as live sounding. But I did like the really live sounding of this town, so. Mm. Um, what else about this one? Oh, I was a lifeguard yeah, for, I was gonna like, say, yeah. five years. Wow. So, um, get ready for some good old fun. <laughs> Lifeguarding. It's, um, it's a steady job. Um, but it's not the most fun job, that's for sure. But I guess it's a steady job. Um, anything else here? I don't think so. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for writing in. I know, um, I love hearing facts guys... about you guys. Like, that'd be such a fun... I know. Yeah, so honestly, if you want to, like, write in and just tell us about yourself, like, I'm here and ready to listen. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, 
And now moving on to news. Um, the first news story is that Louie and Steve Aoki were on The Tonight Show, um, and they performed, it's Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show, um, on January 24th, and it was a similar type of set as the X Factor performance, but obviously was on a smaller stage, um, and they had two other people playing, um, I don't know what instrument <laughs> they were playing, <laughs> they were like two other sort of like DJ looking setup things, um, and Steve in the back, and then Louis singing. Um, and what did you think about the performance, Kara? I thought it was cute, and like I just feel like it was so weird because this like stage was so small. Like Louis is so small, but that stage <laughs> was tiny. So the fact that Louis looked big on it, it's just like yeah. it must have been tiny. Like, and he was like he's so used to like you know One Direction's like huge stages where he can like mm-hmm. run around, and I could tell he like felt a little stifled by that tiny set but i know he was like ready to like jump and like move and like he got to the one side to the other so fast yeah it was like two, <laughs> it, was like, it was like two footsteps where do i go him. yeah i really love his like standing in place like jumping and pointing yes out. that's like a good move point. <laughs> um but yeah i thought i felt like there should have been a bigger audience like it needed it's like one of those songs that you just need like so much space to move and run around and like not just, like, whoever in Jimmy Fallon's audience is. Like, I needed it to be, like, a giant, like, arena or something. Yeah, I agree. Um, but uh, I thought he did a really good job. And that was his first live performance in the U.S., which is significant for sure. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, I wanted to talk about his outfit because he wore this really snazzy striped um, Paul Smith jacket. And we've seen Niall wear Paul Smith a number of times. Um, a lot of the jackets, I remember Niall wore a jacket that had like fingers on it. Um, and I believe that was Paul Smith. Um, and Niall, uh, Louis was wearing all black pretty much and then had this cool jacket over it. I um, swear we've like, his seen outfit? this jacket before. I thought like what someone wore Imperfect or in history, but I guess I'm wrong. I don't know. Um, I don't remember it. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look. But for some reason, it's really just like firing all my synapses. I have absolutely no that means. No idea what that means. Oh my um, god, that was beautiful. Good job using science, Kara. Caitlin, I have no idea what that means. Like, I, I do know what it means, it, and you used it pretty much right. Sweet. <laughs> Gotta throw in some science now and again because science is real, and I just want to make that clear. Anyway, I'm a fan of this. I really like it. I think it's like, is it dark blue or black? Uh, I think it's blue stripes okay. and white and maybe black and gray. I think I it's know. cool. And it's like, you know, classic, <laughs> but also that kind of like sporty twist, um, you know, sporty mm-hmm. spice. Um, I don't know. I'm into it. Yeah, I've been digging. He's been out in New York, too, wearing some other cool-looking outfits. Like, he has these really cool jackets with, like, fur-lined hoods or, like, fake fur-lined hoods um, and just, like, all black outfits and, like, baseball caps. He's just been looking really, really nice lately. True. I love that. I feel like it's such a unique Louis style. Like, he he does care about what he dresses like, you know, and he has, you can just tell it's, like, very Louis. I don't know, with his, like, fun socks that he wears as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been liking it. And how about his hair? He's doing this sort of, like, messy, not done up hair look um, that mm-hmm. almost kind of reminds me of some of the hair that the Beatles had back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, almost sort of, it kind of looked like some of the hair Harry had in the Another Man a bit once his hair was cut shorter. Um, not like the third look, but the second set of photos. Mm. Um, sort of like that messy, um, look. What do you think of it? I actually like it. Um, I usually (laughs) don't 
like his hair when it's like not as much product. I think there's definitely product in this because um, it's like definitely mm-hmm. scrunched up and sort of like like the you know after beach. <laughs> Um, like when there's sand in your hair and it's kind of like crinkly. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause I don't like his hair when it's like completely straight flat on his head and it looks like a bowl cut, but I think this like has mm. nice life to it. And I think that it looks really good. Like I'm actually a big fan of it. And I think that like, it's different enough from what he had in one direction that like, it seems like it's new hair era to him. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think we're going to... It's like all the boys are making new hair you know, eras a hair It's going to be a thing. A hair Um, But I swear to... That also sounds like a Harry and Kara ship name. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, but like they always say, like, you know, new hair when you're going to a new stage of life. When people break up, they usually like, get a haircut or something. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, when you go on a boy band, boy band hiatus, like, you got to get new hair. Like, that's, you know, yep. the old saying goes. Yep. And now we've seen Niles really, really brunette... And yeah. Harry's cut off all his hair. Yeah, what is Liam gonna do next? I don't know. He's he better not shave it. Oh, yes! Just like you just wanted. Like my, just like I wanted. Yeah. That was a fun episode. If you haven't seen that, what did we call it? Two Truths, One D Lie? Oh, yeah, that was the last episode. It got pretty... Yeah. I don't even know what the word is. Shocking, I guess. <laughs> it did. It was a good time. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, that was... His performance, but he's also been doing a number of interviews, um, both in LA and then also he's gone to New York. He's performing on um, the Today Show tomorrow morning at 8 a.m., which will already have happened once this episode comes out. Um, but he's been doing interviews with radio stations there, and I've sort of compiled some of the information we found out from him. Um, he talked about the fact that Just Hold On started as an emotional ballad, like oh, wow. written on the piano, um, which we can really hear that from the lyrics, mm-hmm. how emotional it is. Um, and then they, him and Steve were doing these interviews together and they said that it almost felt too sad because the song is a very hopeful and uplifting one saying like, don't get up, don't like let things drag you down when, um, you know, things are going wrong and they wanted to make it more upbeat and lively, um, which I think they did a really good job of doing. Um, but I kind of want to hear that, like, softer piano ballad version as well. Um, would you want to hear that, or are you glad it changed to the upbeat one? Um, I think I'm glad that it changed to the upbeat one, although I would love mm-hmm. to hear his voice um, on, like, a more, like, ballady type song, but I think that, like, for this one, I think it had to be upbeat, or else, like... I don't know. I think there, like, needs to be a tinge of hope in this song. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just, like, because the backstory is so heartbreakingly, like, crushing that yeah. I just think that, like, for performing for him, like, there has to be mm-hmm. some sort of, like, he has to get energy from somewhere. Like, I just think performing yeah. a ballad, like, this emotional. Just, it would be so hard. It would just be, like, impossible. Like, no one could do it. Like, even this, like, seems very hard. Like, the fact that he's going around mm-hmm. performing this, I'm just like, wow, Louis is so strong and incredible. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, I would love to see like in the future him do like more of a like strip back kind of song. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely agree that I, I think I agree with myself that I think it should like, it, I like how it is. Yeah. Yeah. I would want to hear it like slower, maybe on like an EP or something, yeah. but I do like that he kept it upbeat. Yeah. Um, and uh, what was I gonna say? It would be so cool to, though, have another song where he did it, like, really, really stripped back, because I feel like his voice is so unique, mm-hmm. and 
when he did have, like, the main parts on One Direction songs, a lot of times it was on upbeat songs and not so much the slow songs. I think, like, an exception would be I Want to Write You a Song because each Mm -hmm. of the boys had, like, some solo bits. Um, But, like, his voice stood out really, really well on that song because it just, the gravelly sort of tone he has um, is so nice to hear on sort of ballad-type songs. Mm -hmm. So I would like to hear that in the future. Yeah, I definitely agree. Um... But he did say he wanted to stay in this sort of dance party genre. He said he partied a lot, so he knows the music really well, and now he's had this good thing with Steve Aoki, so, like, this is kind of, like, the area that he's going to be making music in, which isn't a bad thing. Like, I think if you feel comfortable in it and you think you're going to make really good music in this, like, kind of genre, then go for it. Mm-hmm. Um, they also announced that they're going to be playing Ultra and performing this song. Ultra um, is a festival... Um, I think it's, like, EDM music goer festival type thing, um, and that's gonna be the first time they're playing it in front of, like, a big EDM crowd, and Louis, like, seems super psyched about that, um, cause Steve Aoki has his own, like, big fandom mm. thing that, like, get pretty crazy, um, and that's, like, weird to have the combo of the 1D fandom and the Steve Aoki <laughs> fandom together, um, but that's really exciting that he's gonna be playing a festival. Um, I don't know when Ultra is, do you? No I idea. I it up. Let's look it up. <laughs> Festival. <laughs> um, March 24th, 25th, 26th. So that's coming up. Not too long. I mean, I guess two months from now. Um, <clears throat> but I'm sure the time will fly when we have a Harry album <laughs> on the way. <laughs> um, but the next thing that was... Oh, they asked about if Louis would be making an album. And he said that he would love to make an album. and But he still has to work out what it would sound mm. like. Um, and zone into, like, what he wants. Although he did say he liked the dance party stuff. Um, just really figure out what he is as a solo artist. Um, I think that's probably the biggest thing, sort of deciding, especially when you have your first album back. Like, how do you decide um, what your sound is going to be? Mm-hmm. Like, what is Louis Tomlinson outside of One Direction? Yeah. So, um it's not like they have other songs prepared or, like, something on the horizon. I think it will be a while before we get solo Louis stuff. Um, but who knows? He could do a one-off song just like he did uh, with Just Hold On. Mm. That's not out of the question. Um, and then, I feel like I'm talking so much. <laughs> um, Louis did uh, an interview. It was with 92.3 AMP Radio. Uh, and you can find that on um, their Facebook page. You might have to scroll a bit. Or YouTube. Um, just I know. Google it. <laughs> oh, yeah, or YouTube or the um, King... Or Louis T updates or King Louis updates on Twitter has it somewhere. Um, but this was such a funny interview. Um, Kara, do you want to talk about what they did on this interview? Okay, this is so good. I like don't understand like why they didn't make One Direction do this, but I think it works really well when it's just like um, two people. But they mm-hmm. made um, Louis and Steve ask each other questions. Um, so Louis with a English no. American accent and Steve in an English accent. And okay, <laughs> Louis' American accent was so good, but like sometimes like mm-hmm. they're like um uh it like became like southern, like a little bit of southern, and it was so funny when he just like slipped that southern twang in. Oh my, oh my god. god, I actually was dying, but it was like really good. Steve had such trouble <laughs> and like Steve's was so bad heart, because that sounds like me when we tried to do our little <laughs> like um accent episode. Um, I can really 
sympathize so greatly with <laughs> Steve trying to do one. Why is it that British people are better doing um, better at doing American accents? I don't know. I don't know. Is that true? I don't know. I just kind of feel like it is. Although maybe it's just because I know what American <laughs> accent sound like should sound like. I guess technically. Yeah. Um. I don't know. I, I feel like when people when I've watched YouTubers do American, they usually go very like, "Oh my god, yeah, I'm into the beach, like blah blah blah," or southern, which is not like. Yeah, or they go really southern. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Louis was pretty good. It's so funny because it sounds like they're speaking with like when he did it. Like there's like a cube opening his mouth like in a weird shape, and he's like trying to like speak around this cube God. in his mouth. <laughs> and then like Steve just completely failed. But like I also love like Louis's witty comments to Steve. Like his like fake. Uh, sarcastic humor was really funny. Mm-hmm. Um, and Louis is just such a funny guy. Like, he's always on top of the jokes. And it really shined when he gets to do an interview with someone he's friends with. Mm-hmm. So that was really, really funny. Definitely go watch that. Yes, for sure. Um, and also Steve's favorite 1D song is Story of My Life, um, which we found out, which is nice, because I like that song. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Louis was all like, oh, that's the only 1D song you know. So good. Louis! <laughs> Oh gosh. Um okay, next song is I mean not next song, next um story I titled Harry Being Extra. Um and this comes from one of our lovely listeners who tweeted us who is at crazy harry mofo who said thoughts on Harry being super effing extra and unfollowing people until he gets to 2017 like people he's followed. Um, and I didn't even realize he was doing this. And then I checked and it was at 2017 people that he followed. And then it later changed to 2018. But if you look it up, 217, as in February 17th, is a Friday, which is music release day. Um, and why the hell would he accidentally, like, go down and unfollow people into until 2017? And then, I don't know. Why is Harry I... such a freaking monster? Like... I don't get it. Harry's trying to tell us something in code. Oh my god. Save Harry. Like, what if it's actually, like, Morse code for save me? Oh my god. That's why he hasn't been contacting us. Oh, now it's back at 2017. Okay. Harry, what's the truth? Also, stop unfollowing people because that's heartbreaking, I'm sure. (laughs) I know. Honestly, follow Talk Direction. Talk underscore direction uh, on Twitter. Could you imagine if he followed talk direction, not talk underscore Oh my god. (laughs) That would be the worst. If you go to talk direction's Twitter, it's no one. No one uses it. I need that Twitter, okay? Like, where is it? God. But they still own it. Mm. Um, And also, Billboard has been posting photos of Harry on their Instagram. So many. If you you go to their Instagram, though, they post a lot of famous people, but they haven't been posting Harry until recently. Exactly. So, like, what's up with that? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Um, And when I asked on Twitter, uh, our followers, although this is a slightly... Uh, not, this is a poll that I didn't check since yesterday. So yesterday it was that 65% of our listeners thought this was a sign, Harry doing this weird unfollowing in the billboard stuff, that Harry is releasing music upcoming in February. And 35% thought it wasn't a sign and it was Harry just being his normal weirdo self. Um, but do you think Harry's being a giant troll or that this is, you know, really him trying to set up his music debut i don't know part of me thinks like he's just randomly unfollowing and following people but then also i don't know like what he like what number like what follower account 
what follower count was he at before he like did this? Because it was a dramatic I have no change. Because like I don't know, he loves to be cryptic. Like remember those like creepy like white squares that he posted on Instagram to just like kind of get everyone <laughs> like psyched and excited. Like I just like feel like yeah. he likes doing tiny things, and I can just see him like yeah. creepily like rubbing his hands together like a little evil <laughs> evil genius and just being so proud of himself that he like made everyone go wild. Also, honestly, shout out to. Actually, I feel like might, maybe it's, like, Harry under, like, a code name. Like, he has his own secret fan account on um, oh my Twitter. God. They'll, like, spread the Literally, rumors. Because, like, this is how Harry. else would people, like, figure that out? Like, how how are people such super sleuths? I don't understand. I don't know. At Crazy Harry Mofo, are you Harry Styles oh, in disguise? <laughs> honestly? Who knows? Oh, my gosh. But 2017, to accidentally stumble upon mm. February mm. the 17th of Friday... The mm. week after the Grammys that he could perform his single on and then the album drops a week later. Um, um, question mark, question mark. Mm-hmm. Side eye. Mm-hmm. <sighs> we will just have to be patient, but my hopes are high. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. Next Harry story is Harry tweeting about the Women's March. Um, we talked about this earlier, but the Women's March on Washington and worldwide, um, was a really big event to, I think we didn't say this, but protest not only like for women's equality, but it was to protest for um, LGBT rights, Planned Parenthood, Black Lives Matter, immigrants, um, and against Trump's presidency. So it was like, it was more than just uh, a, a march for women's equality, although that was like what it also was. Um, but Harry tweeted about it. He said, Yesterday was amazing. Unity and love always equal H. Um, and we know Niall out of the One Direction boys has been sort of the most openly political on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, and Harry has not, though he has shown his support for equality and LGBTQ plus rights by running around with rainbow flags, wearing um, a Michael Sam jersey, and just being sort of open and accepting um, uh, when he interacts with fans and when he's performing on stage. Um, and posting photos on Instagram about equality. Um, but he stayed pretty quiet throughout the entire election season in the U.S. Um, and I get, kind of wanted to get your thoughts on him tweeting about the Women's March, mm-hmm. I guess, because there's been a lot of mixed sides as to sort of like, wow, it's so great that he tweeted. I'm really happy that he did that. And then the sort of the other side is like, while he, it's great he tweeted, like, where was he? Like, he didn't go to the march. He never spoke up against Trump. Like, he didn't do these other things. Yeah. Um, and, like, does that make him bad for not doing that? Or should we be happy that he did tweet at all, I guess, is the question. And I don't think there is a right yeah. answer. This is kind of, like, murky. It's, like, so hard because when I got that, like, when I got that tweet sent to my phone, I was, like, really happy. Um, but mm-hmm. then I had to, like, kind of, like, like, sit back and be like, Kara... Like, he's just kind of tweeting a very vague statement that isn't mm-hmm. um, as direct as I feel like we need to be in these kind of times. Um, and I still am glad that he tweeted about it because I think it's important that, like, I guess you do anything. But, um, and also, like, we don't know, although this is <laughs> where you could get into literally any celebrity and be like, we don't know what they do in their free time. And I feel like a lot mm-hmm. of times Harry has been, like, uh known to do like charity under the radar um Mm -hmm. and I feel like there's something to be said about not kind of um celebrities not what's the word not like 
parading, bragging, yeah, about. bragging or parading their like um, charity and activism, like everywhere because I don't know there's something like legitimizing about kind of doing it like just to do it but also you when you mm-hmm. have a platform I think we've said this before like like mm-hmm. why wouldn't you use it like literally why would Twitter you use Twitter it? is so easy Twitter mm-hmm. is so easy it just like yeah and like sometimes I just like it kind of feels like a little bit too little too late you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. um it would have just been so great to just be like I'm with her or something and then I don't know, but mm-hmm. I mean, he's not American, but it's also like it affects like humans worldwide. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going back and forth, and I don't think there's one right or wrong answer. I'm just, you know, um, I still think Harry's a good person. I'm not gonna like because he tweeted mm-hmm. this. I'm not gonna be like I'm anti Harry, but also like I really mm-hmm. do think it is important to be like specific, um, kind of do specific things. I'm I'm sure Harry's doing like things that we don't know about because he's not the kind of person mm-hmm. who's like. Uh, tweets out how much he donates. Um, like, I don't know. Some celebrities do that, and sometimes that's good because then, like, then people can go and donate to an organization that they like um, or they, like, uh, trust. But um, mm-hmm. there's just, I don't know, a lot of different types of acti- activism going around. Um, but I do, like, definitive sort of um, here's what is bad, here's what we need to do kind of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's so mixed because yeah. I'm happy he did say something. Yeah. And he was the only one out of the 1D boys, mm-hmm. even though Niall has been more open about, like, hating Trump yes. and loving the Obamas and being supportive of Hillary and stuff. Niall didn't tweet about it, um, and I don't think he went. Um, but it, I'm like, I gla- I'm glad he tweeted about it, but on the other side, I'm like, Ah, like, why didn't you, why weren't you talking about it? You know, it does make me a bit disappointed just in general. And I think that's, like, this past year we have been feeling some of that because there has been a lot going on, um, like, super negative in in politics and stuff. Um, that, like, we feel a little disappointed when people we hold to such a high regard, despite probably we shouldn't, like, we yeah. shouldn't hold them to, to this, like, regard, but, like, sort of being let down a bit. Um, and it's not to say that that's right, but it is, like, then you bring up the whole privilege and you have this platform and, like, you have the ability to use your voice to do to do more and to say more and, and reach out to more people, even if it's just not... You know, even if it's just more of reaching out to the fans and telling them that you love and support them, um, whatever it is, like, I just, I encourage people who do have the platform to use it to say, to talk about what they support. And if Harry, if Harry wasn't so openly supportive and about being a feminist and, you know, he did the he for she thing and um, other things he's done, I would say, like, maybe I wouldn't have expected him to do anything and that's not necessarily right but because he does say that he is supportive of this like you expect them to follow through on other things um but and I also wanted to compare this to Taylor Swift who also tweeted about the women's march and was sort of getting similar I think more so um hate about uh, tweeting about the march and we know that Taylor Swift you know claims to be a feminist and has her girl gang and um, is vocal about that, but throughout the election, she as well was, did not talk about, like, supporting Hillary, and she didn't talk about politics on, you know, on voting day. She just said, go out and vote, rather than saying, vote for Hillary. Um, and, you know, in a normal election, that's fine, but this was not a normal election whatsoever. Um, and she's been getting a lot of hate saying, like, oh, you're a fake feminist, 
Um, and I guess, like, my feelings when I saw that and then thinking about, you know, Harry also sort of doing the same thing was just, like, let's remember when we call out, like, the the women, let's also call out the men who didn't do what they should have done as well. I feel like it's unfair to to hate on Taylor Swift and not to call Harry out on what he's done. And I saw a lot more, um, you know, negativity towards Taylor Swift than I did to Harry um, when I feel like it should be equal, not negativity, but, you know, questioning, questioning why and, you know, keeping keeping our eyes open and not relying too heavily on uh, celebrities to be the people that guide us, I guess. Yeah, I agree. Because they're, um. like, unattainably <laughs> rich and, like, so they don't really understand things all the time. So you know what I mean? So. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, celebrity culture is really weird and just <clears throat> the fact that, I don't know, um, there's a lot of, like, great celebrities who are speaking out and, like, even though their PR people are saying, like, not, not to because they might, like, lose fans or whatever, they still do mm-hmm. it and I think that's, like, incredible and I absolutely commend them and, like, applaud them and I just, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like if I was a celebrity, although I can't say that because, I don't know, but I just feel like how could you, I don't know, keep on doing what you're doing and, mm-hmm. uh, I guess it doesn't really, like, doesn't really hurt them as badly. I don't know. I know. It's so confusing because it's like, well, I did hold people to this regard. So, like, is it my fault that they're, like, letting me Mm. down? Because I imagine them to be something. But I'm like, no, but you have a platform. You have the privilege. You have to do these things. But then you're also like, well, maybe they do really awesome things in their time and they're not spending it. So, like, is it wrong for us to be talking about this? It's just so confusing. Yeah. I mean, there's no right or wrong. I mean, there is. Trump is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yes. Trump is wrong. Yeah. That's what we can all agree mm-hmm. on. Um, but yeah, I did want to talk about that just because um, it's a weird thing to think I about. I think it's interesting too. And if you have any thoughts about it, please let us know. Because I like really like t- um, thinking and talking about like um, celebrity culture and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let us know and um, write us in and we can read it next week on our Back to You segment. Um, the next story is just a fun little one. This is Liam with Charlie Puth doing impressions. Um, Liam was on Charlie Puth's Snapchat doing impressions of Family Guy characters. And Liam was, like, actually scarily good. And I was thinking if his music career doesn't work out, he should go into voice oh acting God. because he did really, really... Like, it, it seemed like it was one of those um, things... You know how we people used to be into them where you, like, play the oh, voices like and you mouth along? Oh, whatever it's called? Yeah. yeah, dub smash, and you mouth along to the words. It seemed like that, but he was really talking, which is just, it was really, it was a good impression. Um, did you watch those snaps? No, I haven't, but I have to go check them out. I love impressions. I know, like, Niall can do them really well, and I feel like we, like, mm-hmm. always in interviews and stuff, the boys would be like, oh, Niall, do your impressions, but they never told Liam to, so maybe, like, in his time off, he's been, he's been like, you know, um practicing he's like i can do them too boys i can do them too (laughs) when they get back together liam's gonna be like no not (laughs) niall it's my turn to shine (laughs) um but charlie pooth is the singer that does the song one call away which is that superman song where he's like i'm superman i'll come save you and i have a lot of problems with it um but he also did marvin gay with megan trailer 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 (laughs) trainer Megan Trainer and Oops with Little Mix, plus he has his own album. Um, do you like Charlie Puth as a singer, Kara? Um, I mean, 
I'm pretty indifferent to him. I like that song that he has with uh, Selena Gomez, We Don't Talk Anymore. I think that's pretty catchy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember, like, back in the day, he was, like, um, he started on YouTube, and I, like, just remember hearing about him, and just, like, the fact that he's gone this far is, like, really cool to me, so. I didn't realize he was a YouTuber, Like, straight up, like, too. 2007, 2008. Like, I remember he did, oh like, an God. intro for, like, Shane Dawson back in the day, and just, like, wow. I don't remember why I remember. I think it's, like, maybe because he has such a, like, distinctive name. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. I just think that's like so cool. That's crazy. I know I love the song Oops um that he did with Little Mix. Mm. Um, but I mean, given the fact that they're uh, on Liam's on his Snapchat, that might mean that they're working together. That's true. Um there's also been a story. Music. Um there's also been a story that came out relating to Harry with Charlie Puth. Um Oh really? Yeah, I don't have the quote in front of me, so it's just it's going off my old brain stack of papers. Um, it's all we can do these <laughs> so days. True. Um, I'm just imagining like that SpongeBob episode where he's like burnt, like his like brain SpongeBob's are like going around and burning all the like um, files of paper. Oh yeah, that's what's going on right now. Good um, <laughs> just in general since November. <laughs> my bro- oh, anyway, there's a there's a SpongeBob episode for every stage of your there life. Really, honestly, is. Honestly, someone should, you should do in your next site class, just, like, making Spongebob, um, like, screenshots for, like, every single stage of, like, human development. Um, That'll be my final yes. essay that I turn in. Your thesis. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, so, like, um, Harry was, uh, oh, no, ja-la-la-la. Charlie was in a restaurant with um, one of the Azoffs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Harry one. walks in, and Charlie was, like, really, really starstruck by him. Um, and, Same. like, he couldn't say anything. He was just, like, kind of, like, in his, like, little corner, just, like, freaking out. Because it's, like, Harry freaking Styles, you know? <laughs> um, and so he, like, tweeted, Harry Styles is in my, like, ap- like just walking to the sushi uh, place I'm at. And then all these paparazzi, like, swarm in. And um, so they still joke about it to this day. Like, Harry always jokes, like, oh, are you going to tweet, about, like, tweet to the paparazzi again or whatever? So, yeah, I just thought that was cute. I feel like I remember when he tweeted that. Really? Because I think the fandom picked up wow. on it. Wow. I'm trying to remember how long ago it was because I ser- I definitely remember something about sushi, so <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, it looks like Harry's friends with him as well, and now Liam. So who knows if they're making music or they're just friends in the industry? Charlie is trying to get um, the band back together. <laughs> <laughs> He's a secret one. He's doing fan. God's work. Um, but I that would be cool if they were working together. I could see like Liam doing music with Charlie Puth. I, I guess. Can see that. Um, and maybe they're just writing songs together. Who really knows? But, um, we know Liam's working on his album and he did say soon for new music. Mm -hmm, So mm -hmm. I'm expecting that to come as well, Liam. Um, it's crazy that like when they all go solo, it means we get everything like times four. Like it's amazing. God bless. Rather than just one album. We could get three whole albums this year. Wow. Um, okay, moving on to our main discussion. Speaking of whole albums, um, our main discussion today is on, uh, a Greatest Hits album from One Direction. And, uh, Greatest Hits albums often come after singers and groups have had lots of albums out, um, and they'll release an album that has a compilation of their best songs, um, and One Direction has now put out five albums and is on hiatus, which could mean that we get a greatest hits album at some point. You know, I don't, I don't know if they would do it anytime soon. Um, 
or like that would be an album coming back. I mean, how disappointing would oh, that be if they like tease an album God. and then it's just like a greatest hits album and you're like, no, I've listened to every song. It's not new. I would burn like all my One Direction merch and send it I to them. Know. Because, like, for people who didn't buy the albums in the first place, a Greatest Hits album could be like, oh, this is a good way to sort of get the best of the best of what they have. But for us, who've already listened to every single album and, like, know every song, it's not like there's going to be new songs on it. We're not casual fans that are going to be like, oh, this new 1D (laughs) album. Yeah, I heard the singles before, but there's a couple songs on here that I didn't know of. Um, So that would be disappointing. Unless they, like, re-recorded and, like re-recorded mm. every song like with their voices changed like because i feel like uh, their voices changed so much over the past like five six and like years, maybe so. even, like change the music a little bit like updated it you yeah. know that would be really cool that's the only way i would ever accept the greatest hits album being the one that they drop I when know. they come back <laughs> i know i was thinking like if they had if they came back and did like acoustic mm-hmm. album because you know some artists do like they'll have two sets of their album. I know, did Justin Bieber do that, I think? Where he had, like, an acoustic version and then, like, the other yeah. version of one of his yeah, albums. Um, so, like, if 1D did that, and actually we're talking about that um, for our Talk Direction download today. We're going to be talking about our top ten songs of One Directions that we want to hear acoustic. Um, so if you're not a Patreon, patron and you want to hear that, um, go sign up for Patreon, and that will be available immediately because we post them at the same time. Um, but I greatest hits would be, uh, I mean, I, in in a long time from now, I'd be happy with the greatest hits. But I don't know if I'm ready for one yet. How about yeah, you? Yeah, I agree. When I was like compiling my list, I was thinking like when I'm like 50 years old and like want to mm. show it to my kids. Um, yeah, that's like what I thought of. Like not like two years down the line, like when I'm gonna show yeah. it to myself. Like you know what I mean? Like it's just like yeah. I think like greatest hits. It's kind of like to, like, reminisce on the past, not, like, something that Mm -hmm. literally just happened. Yeah. And it's weird, though, because I think when I think of greatest hits, too, I think of, like, Queen Exactly. That's exactly what I was thinking of Queen, yeah. Yeah, because I I listened to the Queen greatest hits album, and that's, like, how I absorbed their music. But in reality, all those songs came out, like, years apart. And it's weird to then, like, years down the line, think to me, oh, these songs all go together on this album because this is how I've learned them. Um, rather than, like, how they were actually meant to be on different albums. Um, and just, like, that's thinking about that is so weird and what that would look like um, for One Direction in the future and, like, how people would absorb those albums. Um, but I'm definitely not ready for Greatest Hits mm-hmm. yet. Um, but that doesn't matter because we're going to talk about what songs oh, no, we were just like, oh, never give me a Greatest Hits ever, and then we're just about to, like, do it. But, you know. Yup. I mean, if they don't make another album together, these are the songs they'll be choosing from. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, and I don't know, do Greatest Hits usually do the singles? Yeah, I think so. Compile the singles, yeah. Pretty much. But it's also, it's also definitely changing because, you know, when Queen was coming out with music and when the Greatest Hits... Uh, you know, the first Greatest Hits Queen album came out, technology wasn't like how it is now. You know, we can easily compile a million different albums now with playlists you know we could come up with our own greatest hits like i might actually make a playlist of my greatest hits that i've Mm -hmm. chosen because it's fun you know greatest hits isn't going to be the same in now as it was back then where you'd have to buy the physical cd and like 
Maybe you wanted your kid to listen to the songs, so you bought the CD and gave it to them. Now if I want my kids to listen to 1D songs, I will literally, like, play it when they're sitting in their crib all day long. Like, you know, I can do whatever the hell I want. (laughs) Um, But it's, as music changes, so too have to the greatest hits albums. Does that sentence (laughs) make sense? I think all the parts were there, but it was just a little... (laughs) So so too must. That's what I was trying to say. So too must how we how we make greatest hits, I guess. Um but is there anything else you want to say before we get into our picks for today? Yeah. Um okay. What is how should we do this? Should we like go I and did you order them cuz I ordered mine? Oh, dang it. Okay, so I kind of I started to, but then I was like, <laughs> no, I'm just going to do it by album just so I can like see like my percentages of like how many I put for each mm-hmm. album. So yeah, I didn't really do that. <clears throat> okay. Well, I'm going to forget what songs are on which album. So we equally have faults. Great. Um, <laughs> uh, what is your first song? Then? Okay. So, I mean, this would be in order anyway. Um, okay. Uh, what makes you beautiful? I think would have to be the number one, just because like it started the entire thing. Mm-hmm. Like you can't, I know that like it's, I don't know. I know Liam doesn't really like it anymore. And, like, sometimes I'm like, you know what? What Makes You Beautiful is, like, so overplayed. When that song comes on, don't Mm -hmm. tell me that you don't crank it up and freaking jam out. Because you'd be lying. (laughs) And I'd be lying to myself. Also, like, that song is one of the few songs that still plays of One Direction on the radio. So, like, if it goes on, you're like, oh my god, everyone in the car, shut up. Like, we are turning this on. It is amazing. Because, like, you rarely get to hear 1D on the radio, and if you do, high chances are it's what makes you And also, like, (laughs) I'm sure a lot of people have experiences, too, whenever you're in public and that song song comes on, like, because it's such a rare occurrence now, everyone, like, who you're Mm -hmm. with will, like, turn to you because... I know, know yes. <laughs> yeah. Same. That's why I put it as number one as Beautiful. well, actually. Um, it just would open up the album very nicely. Just like, this is One Direction. Oh, God. Like, pure pop One Direction back in the yeah. day. Good old times. And I feel like that, too, we talk about music bringing you back to a time in your life. Um, that would just immediately, oh like, God. bring you back so quickly to like this period of time in our lives that may change you know i mean it already that has are going to change it already has <laughs> yes. like um you know like what we yeah. came out when we were in high school and we we're about to finish college like yeah. dude i know <laughs> oh god no, no. <laughs> um but like um i just think that like opening up with those like you know such like recognizable chords um mm-hmm. i don't know what a chord is <laughs> But, like, notes would just be, like, so good. Like, just imagine, like, your older self putting this on for your Mm -hmm. kids. And just, like, you are immediately transported. And they're just, like, Mom, like, why are you crying? Like, (laughs) to be honest. Any song comes on of One Direction's immediate tears. Um, But, yeah. Okay, what was your second song? Okay, so, like, this is, I mean, like, I said I didn't order it. But I think that, like, going in order of the albums like make sense mm-hmm. anyway and would like sound mm-hmm. good um so I went with I would next um just because I feel like I get it like take me home the uh singles are like kiss you and live while you're young like those are good but I think that I would mm-hmm. honestly was a fan favorite of that time and it still yeah. goes off like it's still so good and I just like have heard other people like who aren't in the fandom like I've seen it in so many like vines of like random parties playing it like at like frats mm-hmm. and stuff and I just feel like 
it's like poppy enough that it like captures that era, but it's also like kind of, I don't know. It's like, I don't know. I just think it's like kind of, uh, encapsulates that era, but also like from a fan perspective. It was iconic. It's an like, I- iconic And it's song. so good. Like, yeah. It's iconic and so it good. It is so yeah. good. And I think of the line, and I've said this in the past, the sign, the, the line 27 tattoos or whatever, yeah. um, that, that just like so One Direction and so One Direction fandom to yeah. me because like at that time the boys were starting to get tattoos and like tattoos weren't as big for our age group at the time. And also I think there was just in society, there was a period of like tattoos going out of fashion and now they're back in fashion. Um, and like, I feel like this song was like going like, Oh, tattoos. That's so cool. Like we're growing up, like we're getting older. And I think this was a very fandom E connection, one direction song as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I had it as well, but I had it later. Oh. Um, so yeah. Um, how, wait, how did you, how many songs did you choose from each album or was it different? It was different. It was just like whatever my, uh, my mind and heart were telling me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, same. I tried to do like three each because we were supposed to do about 15, mm-hmm. but then I went to 17. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we can never hold ourselves back. <laughs> the second song I went with after What Makes You Beautiful was Rock Me. Nice. Um, just cause for me, this was one of my favorites when I was first getting into One Direction. Um, and it just like brings me back for sure. And I think, again, this wasn't a single, um, but it was a very popular song, um, out of what, what album? See, I don't know. That was their, that was Take Me Home. Okay. So yeah, I think, um, I think that was a very popular song even though it wasn't a single in the fandom and i think it could have done well as a single it's a little bit raunchy and you know <laughs> that was like as raunchy as they got back then <laughs> yeah Although, honestly like, in up wow. all night they said like people are going all the way in, up, in <laughs> the song up all night and i'm just like okay yeah. one direction like okay <laughs> yeah um i know i was looking at even what is the there was another one that i live while you're young like don't want the pictures leave your phone oh well no i wasn't thinking of that one but yeah that one too we need to go through like all the subtle dirty things in one direction songs that would be so much fun um okay what was your third song um i had little things um i just like even though i think it's like a bit overplayed and like during towards the end of like their concert career i think that like Mm -hmm. maybe they should have stopped playing it but also i feel like it was just like such a fandom thing and i think that like maybe um i was thinking like incorporating some of these as like live versions or having live versions in the bonus tracks and i think that would be so yeah um, i actually have like a list of bonus tracks i would want but i think that little things was just like is such an iconically fandom song and just the fact that like Niall has this little Mm -hmm. part that he has everyone sing and he says like you sing and everyone knows like when he's gonna say it um and just like that he like plays his guitar and it's like very I don't know I just think that like it's very iconic One Direction Mm -hmm. and I think I would be um remiss to not include it also fun fact not really a fact at all but a little anecdote (laughs) um I was taking Uber the other day um and my driver was playing some great like I don't know, female um, folksy hits. And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. I heard this tune that I recognized and I was like, oh, wow, what is this? I thought it might've been Ed Sheeran, but no, it was Little Things and Little Things just oh, came wow. on and I was going to talk to her, but it was like like almost as we were like um, 
like approaching my destination and so I was like mm-hmm. dang it like it's too late now I haven't been talking to her at all like I can't say anything now awkwardly bring up yeah. the fact that you have a one D podcast <laughs> give her my business card just be like if you ever want to listen but um I mean if my uber driver is listening like I think her name was Michelle so hey Michelle like um I liked that you included little things so I did it was definitely a playlist because it wasn't a radio station so uh-huh. I mean intrigue you know and it wasn't a cover, it was, like, actual It 1D. was One Direction. I heard those wow. those vocals very well. You could recognize them after all this time. After all this time, always. Yep. Yeah, I was debating whether I should put little things on or not. I should have. I should go back and include it. I didn't put it on mine, but it's definitely one of the classics. Mm-hmm. Um, my third one was No Control. Nice. Um, I felt like it would co- go nicely after Rock Me, just because, like, it's in that sort of very, like, intense, high-energy pop sort of genre. It's Rock Me's older brother. Um, it Yeah, so I true. I feel like I might have said that before because I'm having deja vu, but I really do think that No Control is, like, literally Louie. Like, and then, oh, Jorge, my, I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm using Ripley's computer right now to, um... To record and her boyfriend just FaceTimed. Okay, anyway. <laughs> um, anyway, back into the game of things. Um, so I feel like uh, um, No Control is like Louis with all the tattoos. And like, you know, mm-hmm. Rock Me is like Louis like in his, you know, suspenders and red pants. Like, oh, to just give you a visual. It's going to make me cry. Just, like, you know what I mean? Like, he's a cool older brother. I do who could, know like, what you up. mean. And like... Where is that fan fiction where older Louis goes back in time and mentors younger Louis? Where's the fan fictions like... of like One Direction songs <laughs> incarnate, like in in human form, like personified? That would be so wait. Cool. That would be Kara, That's your okay, job. Okay. That'd be a really cool opposite <laughs> idea to like take the songs and like kind of give them personalities. That would. What be the heck? Really Why don't cool. we do oh, that? We should, should be a TDDL that. episode idea. Yeah, okay. we need to okay. do that. Um. Okay, what was your fourth song? Um, I had best song ever. Wait, I never really yeah, said what the heck? I totally <laughs> hijacked that conversation. Please go on. Screw you, Kara. Um, um, yeah, I think it, um, I also, like, obviously, No Control is such a uh, amazing fandom yeah. song. Like, obviously, we didn't get it, like, it, we made it into a single, but it wasn't, like, an official single. Um, and, like, just... The entire fandom knows no control, and it would have that such nostalgic feeling of, like, just, like, fandom coming together and doing amazing things, and, like, hearing this song in concert and hearing Louis talk about the No Control Project, um, just so amazing, and listening to that on a Greatest Hits album would just be, like, oh, such a time. I'm I'm looking forward to 50 years from now when... I'm ready to listen to these songs, like... I kind of... Like, like I won't have listened to them every day of my life. <laughs> like, it won't be your wedding discography. Like, it won't be the, um... I don't even know. I was gonna say... They are playing at my child's exactly, birth. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, God. What was I gonna say? Oh, I also put No Control, obviously, because um, I'm not doing mine in order, so I'll just throw that in there now. And I, I feel like, honestly, if they had a greatest... I, I say honestly too much, and my friends have told me that, but I just... I live honestly, and it just part of me okay um apparently um I said honestly to be honest and just like kept on going in my sentence and I wasn't kidding like that's like a sentence I actually said um anyway I've had coffee at 10 a.m and I'm still hyper from it I could feel my heart beating in my I was just saying this is why you're not allowed to have coffee no girl but I've had I had a 9 9 30 a.m class and I haven't had one of those in years so 
I had Rough. to have some coffee. Anyway, so no control. I feel like they should have like a booklet um, in the, if I don't think CDs are going to be even a thing, but they should have like some mm-hmm. sort of thing. Like who knows what's going to be in 50 years. Like they should implant it in my mm-hmm. brain um, and talk about like mm-hmm. the no control project because that would just be like so cool and like show pictures and stuff. I kind of want to do this now. Like kind of like do like a make a mock of like a greatest hits, um, you mm-hmm. know, like uh, booklet. And, like, just kind of include that. That would be so Because, like, cool. imagine talking to your kids about the No Control Project. And, like, they probably wouldn't even oh know what God, half the words mean. Oh, my God. I can't mean. wait. Um, no, they But, wouldn't. like, it would be so cool. And I just, like, love to hear, like, I don't know, love to, like, keep that alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So true. So now do you go with your best song yes. ever? Or do I go? Because oh. you've done No Control. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm just going to steal the thunder. I'm just okay, going to make a decision. This is what happens when me and Kayla are like, <laughs> do what it. should we go to eat? Do what it. should we do? And then we just sit there and like, because we are the two most indecisive people. And so like, when our friend Olivia is just like, guys, like, what do you want to do? And she literally hates us because we never decide. Anyway. Yeah. I need to calm down and speak a little slower. <laughs> um, It is 8.30 and I had t- coffee at 10. That's how I just want to like give you the time frame um, for our listeners at home. <laughs> Anyway, best song ever. I just think that, like, it's one of my favorite pop, really pop songs of One Direction. I think it, like, kind Mm of, um, you know, uh, it's poppy, but also, like, a little bit not. And um, Mm -hmm. that's what they were, like, always going for with Midnight Memories. Like, that was their bridge song. That was their first song they released. Um, And I think that was, this is one of the, um, I didn't do a lot of singles, I think. Um, Maybe I did. I don't know. I kind of did, like, like, a third singles, maybe. Um, but I feel like this is one of the singles that, like, I really do think that should be on the Greatest Hits album. I just really love it. I think that, like, the, uh, music video is, like, iconic, will always be iconic. The song itself is really catchy and good. Um, and Mm -hmm. I just, I really love it. And I love that it had, like, a bit of a pop flavor and a bit of a rocky, like, classic rock flavor. Like, with the, um, what's that called? Uh, Teenage Wasteland? I don't know. I think it's, it's definitely The Who. But I don't know, like, what song it, like, uh, parallels. No idea. Yeah, I put on Best Song Ever, too. Not not next, but um, for pretty much all the same reasons. Like, it it just... I think of it as, like, such a... More, like, more... Rather than a pop song on their first three albums. It was, like, a pop song that came later from 1D that was still quite pop when, like, some of the other sounds were changing. Mm -hmm. Um, and it was that transition song. And, like, thinking of, like, the music video that went along with it, that was such an exciting thing for the fandom. Um, and, like, it is such just a great tune. Yeah. Like, some of the lines are just so funny. And, and they are kind of personal, which yeah. is what we get at. Which, like, her name was Georgia Rose. Like, her dad was a dentist. Like, these are details, yes. man. Like, I love it. Give me those mm-hmm. details. Um, and it is just such a fun song. I feel like a lot of people know the words to it, too. Like, not even... I mean, in the fandom, but also just, like, outside of the fandom, too. Like, it's just um, a good song to sing along to, because it's pretty mm-hmm. easy. Like, it was like, not like yeah, 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 or whatever the song goes. <laughs> like, kind of like that na-na song, but it has, like, the just easy lyrics, mm-hmm. I guess. So, yeah. Uh, my fourth one was I Would, which yes. we talked about. Um, but, yeah, I thought slow it down a bit at this point, you know, bringing it back. Um, And yeah, I thought it would fit well there, but pretty much for the same reasons that you chose, I would. What was your fifth song? Um, Story of My Life. 
Um, I just think this. Oh, you included oh, I that too. Like this, I didn't just. Oh Jesus, I hit my funny bone. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm a mess. Um, <laughs> um, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, I just feel like I didn't go off my favorites. Um, I went with mm-hmm. like what would best encapsulate, and honestly, yeah. I'm pretty selfless in that. And um, <laughs> I would just love to be remembered for the selfless saint I am. Wow! I congratulate you. You're doing so well. Honestly, Carol. call the Pope because I'm about to be <laughs> sainted. I don't know what the verb of that is. Um, but I just feel like story of my life. How could you not include it in the greatest hits? It was. such a smash hit and it came out of nowhere I don't think anyone was expecting it I mean like we loved it like I thought it was a great song Mm -hmm. but like when I heard everyone around me who like didn't even wouldn't even say One Direction's name without scoffing actually genuinely like the song like I was floored Mm -hmm. in like such a beautiful great way and like I still Mm -hmm. sometimes hear it on the radio um yeah it's like great musically great lyrically great vocally perfect storm confusing lyrically yes I love a bit of confusion um, in my life. Me too. Um, I had story in my life as well later on in the list. Um, and yeah, I I love this song. Like personally, it's one of my favorites for the sound of it. And it does show that like transition from all the pop pop songs that we had. And, <laughs> um, and <laughs> it's like more like that... Um, Acoustic-y sort of folky sound. Folk pop that One Direction did do a Mm -hmm. lot of, and it would be sad to not remember the folk pop that 1D did, um, because it was some of their best stuff. And again, like, the music video that went along with it, like, going back and re-watching that when we're however many eight years old, um, ages (laughs) old, I was gonna say, (laughs) um, will be just so weird looking back on, because then we'll have new versions of the boys and how much they've aged since like those pictures which were supposed to show them aging from when they were little and it'll be a whole time oh my god for us. i hope some dedicated 1d fan like in the future like makes a updated mm-hmm. version of like that with like oh morphed god, into their like so older cool. versions that'd be so scary and good oh my god they need to remake it like they need to remake the oh music god. video and include that footage yeah. and then like have more footage yeah that'd be cool um, my fifth song was Gotta Be mm-hmm. You, and I included this one because um, I just picture the, um, what is it called? That cartoon One Direction Yes, thing. Um, Adventures, <laughs> Adventures, Adventures of One yeah. Direction. Exactly, and that was a, quite a big part That's of the That's true, fandom. it really was. Um, oh, man. And... And this was the song that Harry had to sing in this, in that cartoon in order to, like, unlock the, the, what's it called? The pussy magnet? Oh. <laughs> like, to get it to work. Like, a cat magnet. Literal, like, cats. Um, <laughs> um, and I picture that. But also, like, it was a classic song. Was this one was a single? I think right? it was, yeah. Yeah. Was that the one where they wore all those nice oh, heck yeah. in the video? Oh, beautiful. They need to do another one of those ones where they just, like, look really beautiful and And, like, in autumn tones. Oh, honestly. Louis needs to embody that in his album. (laughs) That would be beautiful. Um, But I just like the song, Mm -hmm. and it's a good jam, and it's a classic 1D one. What was your number six, My next one was Happily, and I feel like it would go really well after Story of My Life because they both embody the kind Mm, of, like, folk pop um you know guitar heavy song um 
mm-hmm. like that we're talking about. Um, and I just love Happily so much. And I think that like it was a fan favorite back in the day. Um, mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out like if I wanted to do Strong or Happily. And like I know I feel like Strong is very much loved by Caitlin, but I'm more of a Happily girl myself. <laughs> um, so um, for once we don't completely agree on something, some, um, you know, uh, diversity in our podcast views. Um, mm-hmm. But I just feel like it was really good. And I think that like some of these songs I chose because they were like so different from One Direction. I think they like kind of like went above and beyond like what mm-hmm. I might expect from them. Like it was just like very different a different twist on like one direction music and i think happily was one of those songs where just like it was really good and it was really i think that like some people wouldn't categorize it as one direction and i think i want to like show like the breadth and like the depth of one direction um and just like that's one of those songs you want to shove in people's faces and be like see see look at this i told you i told you they were good exactly (laughs) um that's funny because i was debating between strong and happily and you always strong And I went with Strong. Mm. <laughs> um, well, I knew I had to put on Strong, but I was like, do I also stick Happily on there? Because they're almost pair songs. Like, I feel like they go with that sound story of my life really well mm-hmm. as well. Like, Strong, Happily story of my life all fit really nicely into sort of a same mm-hmm. category. Um, but I thought I shouldn't put it on, so I didn't. <laughs> um, what was my six? My sixth one was One Thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like this one, uh, the concerts we went to... It was just so much yeah. fun singing one thing with the entire, you know, audience there as well because it is one that's so well known and like everyone gets into like the really old classic songs and it's such a, a such a good thing like you have that one thing like it's such like a fun pop love song that you're like this person has this one thing and you can just like get behind it and be like One Direction has this one thing like whatever it is. Um, I just, I don't know, I I really, really love that as a concert song, because even though it's an oldie, it's a goodie. Also, the music video is so dang cute! Which was the They're, music like, video? riding around on the bus, and there's some fans, and they're singing. Oh, yeah! And they're yeah, doing the little dance yeah. on the steps. Oh, so yeah. cute. Good times. Because it is a bit of a connection, mm-hmm. then. Like, one thing could be, like, them singing to the fandom, and us singing oh. to them, in a way. Cute. Too beautiful. Um, what was your seventh My next one, I feel like this is really going well (laughs) for, like, my order. I think Through the Dark would be a great Mm -hmm. next thing after Happily. Yeah. Um, Through Mm -hmm. the Dark, I think, is really incredible. It's an incredible song, um, really powerful lyrics. Like, I remember crying, listening to it, like, hearing it live. Um, not that that's stupendous, because I cried a lot of things, (laughs) but, like, it was really, it was really emotionally impactful, and I just think, like, um... It's really good, man. It's really good. And I think that, mm-hmm. like, uh, it will stand the test of time. Um, I think, like, again, lyrically, vocally, um, what's the other one? Musically. It just, like, is very good. And I remember the time that they, like, performed this on SNL live. Once and then never again. Like, on talk shows or anything. Oh, and it yeah. And it broke my heart, man. Because I feel like that's why Story of My Life kind of lost its, <laughs> like, uh, like, glimmer of amazement for me because we like heard it so many times they could have just thrown through the mm-hmm. dark in there i don't know like why they didn't that's so true. Like, justice for, and that would have been i think that would have been a good yes. single too because it again it has the sort of vibe that story of my life yeah. did it has like it could have been good easy radio play yeah and i song. think that like i was always like pro happily for um 
the radio, but I think, like, Through the Dark would have been mm-hmm. a perfect follow-up, and I don't really understand, like, why they just shoved mm-hmm. it on SNL, and then, like, never mind, you're never gonna see, get to hear that song again ever in your life, so goodbye. Yeah, that's so yeah. sad. Um, I debated putting that one on, and then I didn't, mm-hmm. um, but it was a close, close mm-hmm. one. <coughs> um, my seventh one was Best Song Ever, nice. and I put it after one thing, because it was sort of in that poppy, um, little section of my greatest hits mm-hmm. yeah what was your eighth one um i had girl almighty and i feel like it kind of actually does go well after through the dark just because like they're both kind of like um less uh like i don't want to say techno-y pop but like you know like they're both like kind of instrument heavy songs like kind of like mm. older school not as like uh first two album one direction sounding pop um mm-hmm. and i just feel like girl almighty like it has to be on a greatest hits album like Oh, of um, I mean, if, like, we're being honest, like, Girl Almighty could just be, like, all 15 tracks of a Greatest Hits album. Like, I mean, not really, but, like, basically. All 14. Greatest four, Yeah, hits. Greatest Hits. Um, but I just feel like I don't need to, like, explain my love for this song. I just think it's incredible. Like, it's an anthem. Mm-hmm. And I think that, like, um, mm-hmm. um, I'm imagining, like, in the booklet that comes with this um, future CD... Uh, I just think that, like, I'm just imagining all the different, like, merch um, and, like, fans in shirts Mm -hmm. and, like, fans with banners and, like, just, like, how many, Mm -hmm. like, people, like, took this Girl Almighty, like, phrase and made it into an anthem. Also, I've been taking a Bible class this year, um, like, Bible as literature, (laughs) and, like, every single time it says God Almighty, I just keep on reading it as Girl Almighty. (laughs) I'm really afraid I'm going to say it in class and just, like... Oh, my God. That would be um, great. Yeah, I mean, not for me, but it would be a great little anecdote on the show, so, yeah. I mean, you could pretend you're saying that you think God's a woman, and then it's Girl Almighty. That's fair. Maybe that's what One Direction was talking about. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I had Girl Almighty on mine, but it was later. I'm gonna end up saying that for every single one of them, and whenever I get to mine, I'll be like, yeah, that's that. Um, but, uh, I, I think, like, Girl and Mighty, like, empowered so many people, and it was, it's definitely a song about, like, you know, recognizing that fandoms are a lot of times filled with girls, and saying, like, we're strong, and we're awesome, and our opinions are valid, um, and also just, like, live, that song was amazing, you know, Harry singing, I'll get down on my knees, and then falling (laughs) to his knees, like, just such good connection there and really really good content um <laughs> and i don't know the song is just uh will forever be a jam and will forever make like every pump up playlist i make i need ever. a girl almighty shirt like if i'm not gonna get a dang girl almighty tattoo i'm gonna need a shirt at least kara like i need to yeah. do better for me i want to like get a white t-shirt and maybe like stitch Ooh, it in yeah i can embroider i can something. do that crap i can do it I know. I've sewn enough point shoes that I'm sure I could do some sewing of yes. words. <laughs> um, what was your... What song are we on? Eight. Oh, yeah, well, eight. that goes because um, it's 18. <laughs> I put 18 on there. Oh! Um, I tend to stay away from, like, more ballady songs. Although I put, like, Through the Dark Story of My Life. Those are kind of ballady songs. But they're, like, on the upbeat mm-hmm. spectrum of ballad songs. Um, but I feel like 18 mm-hmm. is just really good um like really great and also like chance is an 18 right like 
the inside joke chants. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, like, yeah. I just feel like oh, that would be in the booklet. Um, you'd have to put that in there mm-hmm. because that's iconic. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I I just think it's, like, one of the songs that they're, like, um, one of the ballads that's, like, really interesting to me. Because sometimes ballads, like, really, like, lose their, uh, like, just, um, I lose my love for them really quickly. And just, like, I get really bored, mm-hmm. like, halfway through the song. But I just think it has enough, like, interesting instruments and... Um, I think mm-hmm. that, like, out of all the songs that, like, um, Ed Sheeran has wrote for One Direction, I think that 18, like, meshes the best with them. And I think that, like, mm. they're, like, the harmonies they do in the song is really great. Um, and it, like, has a One Direction twist on it. It's not, mm-hmm. like, it doesn't sound like One Direction trying to be Ed Sheeran. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I really loved this song live. Yeah. Um, I didn't pick it. First one in a while that I didn't pick online as well. Um, but yeah, that is a really pretty mm-hmm. song. And it does sound so nice live, like the harmonies you were saying. Like, whenever I watch the live concert footage from, like, the song 18, I'm just like, wow, wow, yeah. wow. We need, like, a live concert album. It takes a lot of energy to, like, download, like, yeah. the YouTube clips to MP3s. And I don't always have that mm-hmm. energy, but... This one's a good Plus, it's illegal, Caitlin. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) I mean, I already bought the song. And we bought the tickets, so bye. And we bought the tickets, so I don't know what to say. But (laughs) be legal, kids. Stay in school. Um, What is my... Oh, eight is Heart Attack for me. Um, Because this was coming after one thing, then best song ever, then Heart Attack. Um, and I chose this song because I really loved it. And again, it wasn't a single, but I feel like it was like Rock Me and Heart Attack. I felt like were big, um, popular songs on, it was Heart Attack on the second album or on the first. Yeah. So on the second album as well, um, that were just quite popular, but, um, like weren't singles and it's just like an upbeat, fun jam. And I just remember singing it with my sister. So that was kind of a little bit of a personal choice. Like, not necessarily being objective, but who cares? Because nothing's objective in this world anyway. (laughs) God. Um, I feel like you're taking a lot of the ones from, like, the first couple albums. And I wasn't expecting that. But I think it also might be because I'm stealing all the ones from the later albums. So I'm not, like, hearing you say that. But, um, yeah, yeah, I think that's really interesting. Um, thanks. What's your number nine? Um... Well, it was No Control, but we already said that one. Um, so I'm just going to go on to Act My Age. Um, I feel like I would die for this song. And I've said this before. And I just feel like this would be like probably my, like, I'd have it nine order and I'd probably have it last. Um, just so, like, um, mm-hmm. again, you wouldn't, like, know what you're getting into. And, like, you know, listen, making your kids listen to it the first time. They're just like, oh, wow, these are lovely mm-hmm. songs, mama. Like, can't, can't I'm, so, I'm so pleased <laughs> that you um, grace our ears with them. Um, but, Dang, you've got polite children. Yeah, I guess so. And they're vaguely British. Um, but <laughs> like, <laughs> That'll be my children, though, when, um, you know, Harry and oh I Oh, my God, Caitlin. <laughs> Um, anyway, and then Act Mage comes on, and then my children just become tiny pirate children. (laughs) And just start swinging around, drinking children's version of ale. Um, and I just feel like this has to be on it. It just feels like so fun and whimsical and just crazy and out there, and I just feel like embodies the fun spirit that One Direction has, and, um, I just feel like also it'd be, like, really perfect to be talking about, like, 
oh, like, when I'm fat and old and, like, when my kids think I'm a joke. Like, that's such perfect lyrics for a freaking, um, mm-hmm. what's it called? Greatest Hits album when we're probably going to be reminiscing on them when, like, when we're older um, and with yeah. kids. I just feel like it'd be perfect to, like, end off the Greatest Hits album. So I probably should have kept it. So you're saying you would have put that yeah, one last. Yeah, but then I have um, some bonus tracks, so not really last, but, you know. Got it, got it, got it. Um, yeah, I've had this one on later yes. in the playlist, so when we get there, I'll also <laughs> <God>. say... <laughs> Yeah, we talked about it already. <laughs> um, but I mean, just this song is freaking iconic. Like, what a great jam. This is like One Direction not giving a crap about what should and should not be on an album. Literally like, not Screw it. <laughs> screw you, everyone. This is the best song. Like, I could picture Niall being like, no, guys, we need to we have need this to have song. This We're not Irish getting rid of it. We need to have this Irish dubstep song of my dreams on this album. So help me God. Like... <laughs> So, so good. And, like, the dancing that went along with it. And just the dancing that I've done along to Mm -hmm. this song. Just so many good things about this song. It really is. It's it's the song of the age. Um, Okay, what number are we on? Oh, now it's my turn. Uh, Oh, number nine. I had Story of My Life. Wow. (laughs) So that's where where I put that Mm. one. Um, Should I go to my number ten then? Um, okay, number 10, I had End of the Day. Um, and it was hard to choose which ones from me and the yeah. AM to put on. Because I was like, all of these are mm-hmm. iconic. Just put all of like, them in the AM and Grace hits. <laughs> yeah. Um, but put a, um, a bonus songs, like 12 bonus <laughs> yeah. songs. All the Made in the AM ones that didn't make it. Um, but End of the Day, I think... Um, I, I mean, just that some of the lyrics have become really, really mm-hmm. popular. Like, just me, her, Perfect. and the moon. Um, the Again, we talked about this one earlier in the show. The love whoever you want to love <laughs> line. I did not say that correctly. <laughs> um, you love who you love. There is There ain't no yeah. other way. Um, uh, and I, I love this song. I just feel like I have so many good memories singing it. And I can't wait till we get to hear it, like live did we ever hear this one live no, i guess not in our we, poor yeah? entire no? lives did we not i know i'm forgetting which ones they ended up doing because they did a couple ones from the new they album did am live. um i feel like oh, we would yeah. have re- remembered if they did end of the day live that would have been a huge deal um in some alternate yeah. timeline where one direction's <laughs> not on hiatus they've heard um end of the day live and Oh, god damn it. Why are we? Yeah, I said we have Trump for president and everything's a mess. So, take me back to that timeline. Anyway, carry on. Um, But, (laughs) yeah, this is just, I really, really love this song. And I don't know what else to say. At the end of the day, we love One Direction and, you know, greatest hits album. And it's all like we're accepting our, our fandom. Fate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Your um, turn. I am going into my Made in the AM tracks too now. Um, Drag Me Down. Oh, great. Now he- here come all the ones that I, I have wonder if you're going to have this, though. I wonder if you're going to have Drag Me Down. I debated and then I That's didn't what put I thought. It on. That's what I thought. Oh, um, yeah. It was there and then I switched yeah. it out, I think, for End of oh, the Day. Okay. <laughs> God. Um, we could, like, release Ugh, two different hard, versions guys. of the Greatest Hits album. I mean, they could just, like, pay yeah. us, um, for, like, you know, um, figuring <laughs> these out for them. But I just feel like 
The, the, the good thing is you can have greatest hits one, and then you can have greatest hits oh, yeah. two. Like, people have multiple mm-hmm. greatest hits albums. So. Why not? Like, they're just gonna be That's milking me for my money until I'm in the grave, and then they can have all my money. I'll leave my money to One Direction in my will. Like, my kids are just gonna be like, why did mother leave her, her, all her entire estate? Her four dollars. Yeah, two cents to Harry Edward Styles. Like, where do we even send this? Like, just throw it into the oh, wind and God. he'll receive it. Like, <laughs> um, we're in such weird. This moves. is what caffeine does to you. Um, ten oh, hours God. later. Um, Jesus. Anyway, driving down. Um, I just feel like this is a banger. I just feel like um, Made in the Am really like started off with a bang. Um, this was the first single, and this mm-hmm. is another one of the singles that I actually included on here because I just think they did a good job of picking the singles here, or at least the single for Drag Me Down. Um, mm-hmm. And I just feel like it's another kind of different thing that One Direction had. I feel like I remember listening to it. Um, that was a weird sentence. I remember listening to it and being like, oh, okay. Like, there's kind of, like, hints of, like, sort of, like, dubstep elements sort of thing. And mm-hmm. just, like, it's interesting. And I, I, I think that, like... Um, I want to include it and just show all the mm-hmm. random weird stuff One Direction has done. So I know this was such a yeah. good song. I should put it on. It's okay. It's on my version. Now I'm re- regretting everything. Um, it really was uh, just in such a good transition to Made in the AM as well. Mm-hmm. Like still pop, but like older pop. It was like they'd grown up or something in this one song, and we're like, we're doing old pop mm. now. <laughs> Not like old school pop, but like not your mama's pop. pop. I don't even know what that means. But yeah, uh, I agree. Um, Good song. Um, Okay, what number are we on? Okay, number eleven for me was Girl Almighty. So that's where I put that one. How many more do you have? Three, and then I'm gonna do all my runners up and bonus tracks all in one. How many is that? Um. So three plus four. <laughs> okay, then you go. Okay, um, <laughs> Olivia, I'd have to put it on. Oh damn it, Kara! I hate you. I'm okay, sorry. I knew that you were gonna put it on it, but I had to put it on for myself. Like this is just a perfect song. Oh, screw like you. honestly, I've like it's a perfect song, and I just think it will be perfect in 50 it years. It's gonna be perfect if I brought it back into the dinosaurs and like had them listen. Um, they'd be like, yeah. But it, to to be clear, it will never be perfect. The song yeah, you're right because it's perfect, and perfect is less than yeah. imperfect, and it's not something great either. <laughs> Why are all their song titles that have like? Oh, actually, best song ever though is a good song, but perfect and something great, not great. That's <laughs> so hmm. true. Remember when we did that? We had to use every song like in from Made in the AM oh, in yeah. the story. That we should do another one. We need to do that again. I know. I need to go re reread. I remember my like story. ours were just like were pretty very ridiculous. perfect for our personalities. Like mine was about like yeah. a demon and an angel or something, <laughs> or just demons and aliens, something like that. Caitlin was just like a a nice little trip to the ice cream parlor, parlor or something <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Anyway, Olivia, I have nothing else to say. I want you to take it over because I know it's your child and infant and baby. Oh, it is my child. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. Just like, oh my God, Olivia. I mean, what is there to say? This just, it's everything wrapped up in mm-hmm. one song. It's so, and it's not like, oh, this was classic One Direction no. at all. It's like, it's like One Direction have turned towards the future and is are now like 
like carving a new path and like it also is very much a harry song and like what he could do anticipating solo harry which will be like a really amazing thing to look back on once we do have actual solo harry music um and just like changing to that very like orchestral orchestral (laughs) orchestral sound like live music and i think even though we don't have we never heard olivia in concert and it wasn't like oh my god we can be like oh these made in the am songs were amazing to listen to when you had like an entire fandom around you i feel like olivia would be one of those songs that just like it's so fun to sing to and like I live for you I long for you Olivia is just like so lyrically Mm -hmm. great to sing along to and I could imagine that will become if they do perform it live and in concert um just like a really really good one live to dance to and have fun to and just be like super crazy and watch Harry go insane to it um so I'm projecting into the future what it should be and hopefully will be oh Mm -hmm. so true um, did you have anything else to say about nope. that one? Okay, my number 12 song was Strong, um, and a sort of similar reasons to why you chose Happily, like, that just sound was so great, Strong was such a Louie song and a fandom song, and, um, I think it's one of those songs that has such a deep meaning message I think more so than some of other 1D songs especially during the time like when Made in the AM came out we only had the first two albums which were like fun and party but not necessarily too serious and this was one of the first songs where you could really connect and be like I could experience that no matter whether I've been in a relationship or not you know this is not just a romantic song it could be a song for friendship it could be a song for family and I think like it touched a lot of people in those Mm. ways um and it was one of their first like deep emotional songs I guess um and it's also just such a pretty song it has such good imagery and stuff really good Um, yeah um what was your second to last one I don't we got our numbers mixed up I think um I somehow just like <laughs> ran ahead of the pack. But my second to last one is What a Feeling. I had to include it. It's another one of those ones that was like kind of mm-hmm. left of center from like what One Direction had been doing. Although like I'm saying this about a lot of them and I'm thinking like there's not really yeah. one thing One Direction has been doing, but I think that it was just mm-hmm. like something that One Direction tried and did really well in my opinion. Um it was despite what they tried to make us believe back on X Factor, they did not go oh in One God. Direction. <laughs> <laughs> yes um, that sounded like an awkward car commercial for some reason like like you're selling used cars um and was there a car horn in your end because i heard there that was too, wow it was a really said. good punctuation mark uh, to your car salesmanship um toyota, toyota. <laughs> yeah you're right um we should get a talk direction themed ugly car like one or one direction had like their weird um Car. Actually, I shouldn't be calling it ugly um, if Toyota's going to sponsor us. <laughs> I can't even drive. <laughs> Toyota, don't sponsor Dang us. It, Kara. Um, what a feeling. It was just great. And um, I think, again, it shows versatility. Like, a lot of these songs are, like, really just, like, all very different, but they all, like, cohesively mm-hmm. go. And I feel like uh, Olivia, mm-hmm. what a feeling, would just go really great, like, with one another. So, yeah. Yeah. With one <laughs> another. Shut up! <laughs> <laughs> Let me live. Um, yeah, I didn't put it on my list, but I definitely thought about putting well, it on my list. I was like, yeah, well, Carol yep, will probably I saved do the it. day with that one um, again, so. <laughs> yeah, it's so, it's so weird because we don't have, like, live concerts to be like, oh, that became a real yeah. fandom favorite. Like, we did, yeah. like, No Control and, like, 
these other ones. So, like, obviously we can see on, like, social media a bit, but I think they become more fan favorites, like, when they have concerts mm-hmm. and people, like, share the videos yeah. and, like, you know, people rally behind and do certain things during concerts, during different songs. So it's, like, hard to be like, oh, would that have been a really popular one? Because I haven't seen so much about What a Feeling besides, like, us talking about how I've heard a lot about it. You just have tunnel vision. <laughs> Um, but, like, it's still, I would say the same about Olivia. I guess it has been a while since they actually yeah. released Made in the AM, so maybe I'm forgetting somewhat. Um, but it's not like there's continual yeah. hype about these like songs still going on. like, you can't give any, there's right, no videos. because we don't yeah. have anything. There's no music videos. There's no, like, live footage videos. So it's hard to, like, keep talking about we the will. songs. It's not like people are bringing up <laughs> yeah. the songs, like, again. But, um, but, yeah, I guess we will once they come back and sing mm-hmm. them for us. Um, what are we on? My 13th song. Haha, this is one you didn't get to do before me. Um, I had, uh, after, so you have to get my order, like, means a lot to okay. me. So, it went, story of my life, end of the day, girl almighty, strong, and then I want to write yes. your song. Um, and again, this is just, this is one of, like, the two, like, slow songs I put on this, because it was hard to choose. Um, but this song is just so pretty, um, and again, that diversity that One Direction had, um, and I know none of them wrote on it, which just makes me sad every time I think about that. Um, but honestly, this was just such, such a pretty song. And I can imagine during, like, live shows, this could be one where, like, people put their lights mm. up and, like, we get all really, like, huggy and, like, soft feeling and whatever. Um, and again, like, Strong, it's one of those songs that could be about mm-hmm. anyone. It could be about friendship. It could be about, you know, family. It could be about babies. Um, and I don't know. I think it is a special song that One Direction has done on their I last agree. album. I didn't put it on mine because I was just like, I don't know. Like, I love it so much, but like, uh, <clears throat> on a br- broader sense, like, I haven't really heard too much about it in the fandom. Um, I mean, I'm mm-hmm. sure people like it, but I just like, I really don't hear much about it. Um, uh, but yeah, I'm really glad you put it on yours. Thanks. Um, so my last one, <laughs> what is it's my last one? one, aside from my bonus things that I'm going to do all in one go, but my last one has to be history. Um, well, then Act My Age, I guess, but I think um, Act My Age would be like on the bonus track side. Um, so I think I'd want to end with history just because I think that'd be like <laughs> such a great encapsulation um, of like the fandom and One Direction and just like One Direction mm-hmm. is the fandom. You know what I mean? Like it's just like you can't separate the two because like without yeah. the fandom there would be no One Direction. And I just think like history mm-hmm. is such like a conversation with the fandom. Um and like to kind of just like preserve that for history. Ha ha ha. Um like which is just like so mm-hmm. special and I think that like it's a good song in general. Um and the fact that like the fandom kind of like swayed One Direction or did sway One Direction to change the single from Infinity into History is like awesome and like man remember when Infinity was gonna be uh, a single what a mess um glad we swooped in for that one but um I just you know I just think it'd be a really great way to end it and then like that could be you know in the booklet just talking about how like the single changed and like how much it's kind of like a, a kind of a you know, love song and a song to the fans. Um, and I just feel like you just have to talk about fandom culture when talking about One Direction and history, mm-hmm. like, is talking directly to the fans. And I think that, like, whenever a musician does that, I think it's really noticeable and important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also had history as my oh, last yeah. song. Um, I had a couple more okay. before that. <laughs> but um, this was my last song that I chose. 
Yeah, I just think also like with a greatest hits album, like greatest hits is like reflecting yeah. on the past and history is about that and it's nostalgic and looking back on all the amazing times we had together and that's sort of what you did listening through all those songs and all the stories we just talked about relating to those songs and if you listen to a, a greatest hits it's history kind of sums up everything that it's supposed mm-hmm. to mean I guess um and I I really want to see this one live again I mean I know we heard it live but just like yeah. in a concert I think that would just be so and like fun. as a reunion um, song are you kidding me like that's gonna have so much emotional impact yeah. uh, we're not gonna survive like but I will I'll soldier oh. on bravely through <laughs> <laughs> um and like honestly just the sound of the song is so good like it has such a good clapping thing mm-hmm. going on with it and like I love the sounds, I don't think it's yeah. overproduced, which is, like, beautiful. Um, and it just it just sounds like a fun, like, friends getting together mm-hmm. song. And I think that's what One Direction has been like. And has been like for the fandom as well. Friends meeting each other and, you know, getting together and all that stuff. So, yeah, I'd have to end mine on history as well. Nice. Um, but after I Want to Write You a Song, I had Don't Forget Where yes. You Belong, which I realized rhyme. those both nice. rhyme. And I feel like those are the longest song titles One Direction has. Um, don't quote me on that, though. <laughs> um, I feel like this one, again, was a fan favorite. And especially a Niall song, live song, um, when he would talk about it, it was really sweet. And this song, like Strong and I Want to Write You a Song, is more geared towards like friends and family and home. Um, and just... I think we can all connect to those really, really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was good times during concerts listening to yeah. it and good times that we have like freshman year listening to it and being like, you know, we're away from home for the first time. This is weird and make personal connections. And I think like as in this like young age group, people are moving away from home for the first time or like, you know, any time in your life when changes happen um, it's always good to have this song, like, in your mm, back pocket. I like that. Uh, and then I had Olivia, and then Act My Age, and then Beautiful. History. What a beautiful so trio. that's how I ended it. I love it. Thank you. What were your bonus songs? Um, so I thought had? that, like, for the bonus songs, um, they could do, like, sort of, not just, like, pluck a song and put it on there, but I was thinking, like, I mean, I guess they could. For, like, where do broken hearts go? I want like the live version of it. I just think that like live versions are really cool. That would be and, so like, good. Uh, back like I mean I'm sure in the future they're gonna like incorporate like videos onto things. And like even if you buy stuff on iTunes, like mm-hmm. they have videos. And I think that like incorporating the Ronnie Wood um, performance of Where Do Broken Hearts yes. Go is like iconic and it needs to like live on and it so needs to be good. I need to go rewatch. Yes, that after definitely. This. One of the recommendations is to go watch that. And then I think also a full yeah. version of Story of My Life acapella. Um, so good. <gasps> yes. And like I think that like that song would just like really showcase their voices. Like we heard a bit of it in a mm-hmm. Japan um, concert video where they did <clears throat> acapella, but like hearing it like in a studio version would be incredible and like would be really worth mm-hmm. it to put on a best. That shows yeah, up in their, their range and, like, and their, their harmonies, harmonies exactly. So well. And I just think that like a, like one of the, the most popular songs to do that would just be like really good. And then also Olivia mm-hmm. with the added trumpets that Harry wanted um, to round that out. That's my last bonus track. I just think that like I want to hear the way Ugh. Harry wanted it, and I would love to just hear like a different version of Olivia. Like I just want to make my own decision on which <laughs> one I think is better. So. 
when One Direction performs at the Grammys, like, two or three years yes. from now, um, they need to perform Olivia and have an entire orchestra I'm just trumpets. <laughs> just so Harry gets back. <laughs> we need the strings. Oh, yeah, for sure. But at least, beautiful. like, at least 25 <clears throat> trumpets. Harry needs to learn the trumpet oh from my now God. until then. Screw the so guitar. He can like, play it. Bring the trumpets. <laughs> learn yeah. the trumpet. Um, but yeah, those are good. Is those, those were your bonus yeah. tracks, and then you had alternative. Um, as well. I just like was thinking about and like uh, fool's gold, but I decided to go with um eighteen. Uh-huh. Yeah, fool's gold. I would have gone with fool's well, gold over eighteen. I was thinking about it. <laughs> I never thought about putting eighteen on. <laughs> Um, but I was thinking about putting Fool's Gold on. Um, but yeah, that was yeah. really fun. Um, it's weird to try again to be like, wait, don't put your favorites yeah. on. Put the ones you think best represent greatest hits. And like, what does that mm-hmm. mean? And that good stuff. But that took a heck of a lot longer Whoops. than I thought yep. it was going to take. <laughs> As usual. I had a whole nother segment planned, which was going to be really well, fun. Well, we could do it on um, TDDL if you want to do we that. Can. If you want to... We can, although although we have a whole nother thing for TDDL to talk about, so we'll see okay. what we have time for. Um, but we, if we don't play One Direction Connection on TDDL, which we may, um, we'll probably do it next week then because I had some fun One Direction connections that I made up. Um, but now it's time for recommendations. Um, our first recommend no, <laughs> uh, <laughs> my. <laughs> My recommendation um, is to go follow, and I think I've used this as a recommendation before, but screw it, um, Alala Wings on Twitter, which is A-L-U-L-A Wings on Twitter, um, and they're a One Direction fan artist, and they do other drawings and stuff, um, but Louie actually um, retweeted a picture of that one of the one picture that they drew recently, which was a picture of Louis and Steve performing on the Tonight Show, um, and Louis said, "This is so sick." Um, and it's just always cool to see the boys acknowledging like fandom artists. I know Zane does it a ton, um, but like you're like, I follow this person, and then Louis also saw it, so somehow that's like a connection. Like we're all on the same yes. page. I don't know if that makes sense, but um, I also just really love their drawings. They're really cool sketches. So go follow mm-hmm. them. That's really cute. What's your recommendation? My recommendation is something I just talked about. It's um, go watch the story of my life acapella um, that One Direction did um, in Japan at a Japan concert. And like the entire crowd was quiet. I think we, I think Caitlin might've recommended this like months ago or something, but definitely Mm -hmm. go watch it again. It's just like so beautiful. um, And I would love to get a full studio version of this. That would be so cool, like, honestly, and the the fact that the whole crowd was able to be quiet and, like, listen to them, just, like, such a, I can't imagine being there. What a moment. Um, okay, tweet of the week this week. My tweet of the week is actually an Instagram post from Louis himself, and this was a selfie he took in bed, um, and the caption is, too tired. And it's just, like, he, like, woke up or something and decided, hey, let me take a selfie of myself and post it on um, Instagram. And it's just, he's got his fluffy hair, he looks half asleep, and, yeah, he's really going for the classic Instagram aesthetic with Love this it. one. Um, 
My tweet of the week is um, different aesthetic completely. Um, it is um, from Mitski, who I actually talked about a few episodes back. Um, she did a cover, like um, an indie-ish cover of, um, I mean, it definitely is indie, an indie cover of One Direction's Fireproof. And um, she retweeted a um, article of a list of a bunch of um, um, anti-fascist and like anti-Trump basically um, readings and some documentaries that were um, sort of, what's it word, curated by um, a group of black, brown, indigenous, Muslim, and Jewish people. Um, and I am definitely going to be reading and watching a bunch of this stuff and I'm going to put it on, I mean, I retweeted it on my Twitter um, if you want to go check it out, but I'll put it on the show notes and stuff. And I think it's definitely important to be knowledgeable about this kind of stuff and just the fact that History is literally repeating itself, and I think that, like, I don't know, I always mm-hmm. kind of disregarded my, um, prof- or, like, teachers in, like, elementary school when they're like, history is important to learn because it will repeat itself, and, like, look at it now. Like, it truly, truly is. I know. It, it like, the, the comparisons that are made are so It's, like, parallel, like, completely parallel, so, like... So scary. And, like, we can, can no longer say no. it won't happen because it already has so, happened. Yeah. So that, I just, it's so scary. Get informed, yeah. people. Get informed and yeah. do what you can. Um, all right, that's it for today. Um, we would love to have your feedback or suggestions on anything we talked about. We do the back for you segment now. So write us in, email us, and we will read it on the show. Um, and ask any questions or have show ideas for us. Because, again, we're on hiatus and we can always mm-hmm. use fun ideas for shows. Um, and you can also go to audibletrial.com slash talk direction and get your first free audiobook. Um, that one Americana, Kara recommended yeah. or about a million mm-hmm. others. So more than a million, I think. Thank you so much for more than a million, a trillion. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for listening to episode 83 of Talk Direction. Um, you can go follow us on Twitter at talk underscore direction. You can email us at talkdirection at gmail.com. Go to our Tumblr, which is talkdirection.tumblr.com. Visit our Instagram, which is just talkdirection, or follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Caitlin I.R. Foster, and Caitlin is spelled C-A-I-T-L-I-N. And Kara, where can I find you? As a truck runs by. Um, I'm Kara <laughs> underscore pond, and Kara is with a C. And you can also go to iTunes and rate and review us or subscribe so you get every episode as soon as it happens and follow us on SoundCloud as well. And we have a Patreon. So if you want bonus content, extra fun stuff, videos, fanfic of the week, um, extra content of episodes, uh, access to our Google Docs, all that good stuff, you can head over to our Patreon, which is just www.patreon.com slash talkdirection. And Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Um, and you can find us there. I'm, I'm Caitlin. Thank you so much for listening. We will see you next time for episode 85. Bye! Bye.